2: something to point out. Not so, not so nice about the chief special teams from CBS sports. Yeah. Real little piece about the chiefs. Special like, teams is the lone weakness. It was, like, it was like they did this for every team, like something that
3: we noticed from the from the weekend or something like that. I'm like, what did they notice from the Chiefs? I'm, I was just like expecting like a red zone freakout like some folks are doing right now. What's wrong with the red zone? I don't know, they're number one in the league. In not a touchdown. lot, actually. I mean, but, you know, we got into that in the 6 o'clock hour. If you missed that, you can grab the podcast. But what, what, what really is interesting, though, and, you know, we're not numbers dorks and DVOA people on this show. But I, I, I did see this one, and, I, and it kind of made me go, all right, all right. You got some kind of, like, numbers to back up our vision, right? Our perception is that, that you know, Dave Tobinson has not been very good as the special teams coach this year, right? And people are like, oh, man, Tobe keeps putting this guy out October here.
2: Octoberfest did not make it to Cyber Monday.
3: No, it really didn't, no. And Cyber Monday has not started for, 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 for Dave Tobinson. So you, you look at what's going on right now, and – This is from CBS Sports. The Chiefs are last in the league in what they're calling hidden points at negative 9.3. A sign their special teams is getting taken advantage of by opposing field goals, kickoff distance, and punt difference. And that says Kansas City's at a huge disadvantage here, which is probably why the Rams tried to fake punt against Kansas City and converted. Why we saw Jacksonville do the fake kick at the beginning of the game or the onside kick at the beginning of the game. It says teams have tried to take away possessions from Kansas City to keep Patrick Mahomes and the offense off the field. Special teams could cost the Chiefs a Super Bowl appearance, right? And I don't disagree with really anything that's on that list, which is why it's important for Dave Tobinson to be out there and to understand and to get to his special teams and make them aware that every time a team is kicking the ball, there is the possibility that they're not going to be kicking the ball. They may be faking whether it's a punt, whether it's an onside kick, whether it's a fake field goal, whatever the case, I don't think anybody's going to fake an extra point and try to score in from 30 yards. But you, you never know. Um, I, I I just think right now, special teams. If we're if we're going to nitpick this team, which drives me nuts, they're 10 and two or whatever they are right now, and 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 we're ready to you know host playoff games again and make another run to the Super Bowl. If you want to nitpick a little bit. Obviously, the special teams is where you have to look and say they got to get better because there have been some boneheaded mistakes made on special teams from missed field goals to catching kicks out of bounds at the six yard line to all the fakes that have worked against the Chiefs this year. So, if you do want to nitpick, and, and and special teams is a big part, it's one of the three phases they tell us.
2: You got to it, it clean that yeah, up a little bit. Got to clean that up. Well, a little the bit. fact that it's been in multiple areas, too, is the distressing part, right. right? If it was just like one area, like, um, uh, boy, Sky Moore can't feel the punt.
3: Yeah. Don't put him out
2: there anymore. Okay. I right, like done. Right. All right. You missed some, you've, your kicker's been injured most of the year. You right. Had, but he's missed, better now. you had some, you'd had some issues. Hopefully that's better now. Right. Have you, I, I think the field position game has been one they played pretty well, like in an aggressive stand, like their, mm-hmm. stand, from their standpoint, like, right. um, not receiving, but the, the kickoff kind of stuff and pinning teams and flipping the field with the punter. I think they've been decent enough at that. But there's been like little things in each of the phases that you're like, all right, are these all adding up to yeah, a, right. one big problem.
3: Yeah. So, but but again, I I guess I I view things differently because I except the Indianapolis game, they really haven't cost no. themselves a game uh, with
2: special teams uh, yet this uh, year. So I'm like, eh, they'll figure it out. Uh, Chris Jones will not tell you what the bulletin board may want to hear. We'll get to him next.
4: This is Fesco in the Morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.
2: On a Thursday here on 610 Sports Radio, along with Bob Fasco, <laughs> I'm Josh Quindler, <laughs> Brian Williams producing, <laughs> and for just ourselves, we can give ourselves a little fist pump. Fist pump, baby. Yeah.
3: On time for the <laughs> first time ever. Yeah, we're like an airline. Yeah, first time ever. Everyone's we'll we like, we'll, we'll get you there. We ain't going to be on time. That happens. We're going to get you where you want to go, but we'll get you there
2: eventually. Uh, not one, but two big announcements coming up at nine o'clock. That's right. Big announcements two. today. Two. 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 big announcements coming That's up right. at nine o'clock. Two. To tune in for that. Uh Chris Jones ain't having it. He knows what you're trying to do. He's not falling for it. He just thinks Joe Burrow's just a quarterback. and He's going to face in a, a game against a quarterback. And anybody else trying to spin any more than that can... Stick it. Chris Jones oh, going to have a good
4: quarterback, man. Uh, I don't know what you guys want me to give you. Oh, all well, I'm not going to give you all of that. He's a good <laughs> quarterback, man. He's a good quarterback.
2: That's all I'm giving you, man. I know you want a headline. I know you want bulletin board stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know you want me to call him. Brady or man, I ain't doing it. No. He's just a good quarterback. Yeah. What do you want? Here, here is the
3: thing: not every matchup with Patrick Mahomes has to be Brady versus Manning, right? It like, doesn't. It doesn't. That's it doesn't. All, I mean, that's all I am saying. The Josh Allen Patrick Mahomes matchup is the premier quarterback matchup in the NFL today. Both teams have beaten each other. Both teams have had success against each other. That is the if, if you are really considering a May, Manning Brady type of deal, it's Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, and it ends right there. It's done. It's not Mahomes and Herbert. It's not Mahomes and 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 Burrow. It's Mahomes and Allen. It's a diff, It's a different deal. There's more respect for each other than there is for anybody else. There's more love for each other than there is for everybody else. It's a buddy cop. It is a buddy cop thing. This yeah. this matchup on Sunday is probably a respectful matchup, but it's clearly two teams that don't like each other. I've really never seen the Chiefs in this mindset and in this mold that we're seeing them in this week where you can truly sense they don't like the Cincinnati Bengals. They're not going above and beyond and out over their skis to praise them. Oh, they're really good. No, they're pissed. And that's a great thing for us. And when you hear that soundbite from Chris Jones, hey, man, he's a good quarterback. I'm not giving you anything. Chris Jones will have multiple sacks this week because (laughs) what have we talked about all offseason long? They couldn't sack Joe Burrow. How many times was Chris Jones right there and couldn't bring Joe Burrow down? He needs a finished t-shirt. Chris Jones already has cashed in his bonus for the year. Over 10 sacks. Got his million and a half dollars last week. Now he's got that. That's all well and good. This is what you've been training for since training camp. This is what you've been working for since the Cincinnati Bengals left. Arrowhead Stadium with the Lamar Hunt trophy this is the moment Chris Jones will dominate this game Chris Jones will have multiple sacks in this game
2: Joe Burrow will be looking up at Chris Jones going you're my daddy Jones says this game is the driving force
4: I mean it was the driving force for this offseason you know you always can look back and uh Push yourself to do something better, and it was definitely a driving force of a lot of plays I left on the field that I think could have sealed the game and um, put us in a better position to win. But right now, our focus is on, um, you know, this year, winning this game, putting ourselves in a position to where we can go out and compete.
2: There you go. He's yeah, down. This lot. Thing. Oh yes, yeah.
3: play that again. Play yeah. that again. I listen. mean Just
2: listen. Listen to his tone. I don't believe. I don't believe the tone of it for one second. Yeah, I mean, it was. was motivating. Mm, uh, play motive. again. If he said it really loud, I'd be like, "Yeah." He says it really quiet. You
4: know. I mean, it was the driving force for this offseason. season. You know, you always can look back and. Uh, Push yourself to do something better, and it was definitely a driving force of so, uh, a lot of plays I left on the field that I think could have sealed the game and um, put us in a better position to win. But right now, our focus is on, um, you know, this year, winning this game, putting ourselves in a position to where we can go out and compete. I love this so much right now because I'm about to say
3: something that I can't on the radio that I want to say, but the Bengals are effed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the feels, baby. It's just, he's
2: just so he's just so quiet about. It. Yeah, I mean, it was like oh, he's thinking man, about those plays man. he didn't make. Yep, he's been dreaming of this game since the schedule
3: came out. Since that game ended, Patrick Mahomes started this on Sunday. Mm-hmm. He's counting things on his fingers. Mm-hmm. Here we go, baby. I'm gonna tell you what: dead man walking. That's the Cincinnati Bengals this weekend. Wear your
2: orange because that's the color you're gonna be buried in. You better like that color. You're going down. Uh, Mo Egger from ESPN 1350 joined us earlier in the show covers the, uh, the Bengals afternoon host in uh, Cincinnati. He thinks the Bengals for their side of it are in a pretty good spot. It just feels like they survived that stretch without Jamar chase. The expectation is that he's going to play on Sunday. Number two, the offensive line is coalesced. And if you look at this team, there's not a lot of weaknesses. There's not really any one area where you're like, man, I don't like that position group. And, they're still pretty healthy. There is a very sort of let's run it back field to what the Bengals are right now. You know, they were seven and four at this stage a year ago and just getting set to to go on a little bit of a run. They made the postseason last year on the strength of their offense, but they won in the postseason on the strength of their defense and special teams. I think there's a sense that that can repeat itself, especially with the way they beat Tennessee, which was very reminiscent of how they beat Tennessee in the postseason last year. And then just like last year in the postseason, you beat Tennessee. Now you're going to play the Chiefs, which is exactly what happened uh, Exactly what happened last year. Uh, see, that just fires me up even more. Oh, you're saying so. You beat Tennessee last year, and then you beat the Chiefs. You're going to do that again? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I think not.
3: Yeah, this is a better team than played in January. They're better offensively. They're better defensively. They may not be better special teams, Lee. But I think they're, they're I think better, the most
2: important part is they're better defensively. They're better defensively. This is a yeah, better defensive absolutely. team yeah. than one they sent to Cincinnati and right. then certainly in the in the in the playoffs as well. I think this may be a little little more inexperienced mm-hmm. in a few spots. But I think a better, but I think a better defense, Chris Jones is playing better. He's playing much better than he was yep. a, a season ago. Nick Bolton and Willie Gay oh are playing at a different level <laughs> different than level. they were a season ago. Well, they ago. weren't even really playing at this point. I think by the year. time they got to Cincinnati last year, even those of you that were like trying to like not see it, you saw what Tyron Matthew was. Yeah, right. He was terrible. Right. In that game. Everybody yeah. hated Sorensen by that point in yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Um Nobody cared if Travarius Ward signed elsewhere. We're on the Cincinnati. You know, you were getting to that point of the season where you're like, you made your determinations and you were just trying to get belief that you could get through. Right, right, right. This yeah. is a better deep. this they're sending a better defense. To Cincinnati it's a younger defense,
3: it's a fresher defense, it's a faster defense, it's a hard hitting defense, it's a tackling defense. Somebody on the text line earlier said the difference between like this defense of backfield now and what we used to have was that Tyron Matthew and guys who try to push people down and out of bounds. These guys come up and tackle. These guys come up and make plays. Justin Reed's like a heat seeking missile at times. He makes plays. I mean, you, you see uh, Snead out there. I mean, my gosh, I don't know. The last time I saw a defensive back for the Chiefs, anyway, that is as good in every area of Legereus Sneed like if he's on the field I feel great like Legereus Sneed is one of those guys when he went into that tent the other day for a moment I was like oh my god that's one of those guys you can't lose right he's outstanding the defensive line has become like the wide receivers where it's next man up and and all of a sudden now if you were to tell me that Colin Saunders is dominating and making plays and Mike Dan is out there making plays and Frank Clark's tackling people with his back over the top of a lineman like This defense is just playing at a higher level, at a faster level, at a better level than what Cincinnati saw a year ago. And it's all these changes that were made because they lost to Cincinnati that have really stepped it up. I'm excited to see Trent McDuffie this week. I'm excited to see LaJarrius Sneed this week. I'm excited to
2: see these guys go in there and kick their ass. Let's do this now. And then are the Bengals definitively better? I don't know. What is Jamar Chase? Well, he's coming he, off that injury he says he says that he waited an extra week as a mm-hmm. precaution, and now he's a full go, right, okay, or was he just forcing himself to get back to the to the chiefs and he doesn't think anybody can guard him. I don't all. think
4: I could be stopped if I'm being honest. you know, I'm out there playing football, playing my game, so when I'm in a in a rhythm in the role and I'm just playing, you know the timing is there, and I'm just playing football okay. On
2: Cincinnati. okay, <laughs> okay uh, is he a hundred percent? No, no, probably not. Well, who is it this time? And then man? then their offensive line. I know Mo, who joined us, said that this was a, an offensive line that was better. They're still 28th in the league in sacks. Now, granted, uh, that's 13, not good, teen, right? 28th first- in the league is not good. 13 were the first two weeks. Okay. So have they gotten progressively better? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a few weeks ago, I gave up five sacks. So you can still get to. To uh, to Joe Burrow and I would think this defensive line's got got to get to as it. their mission yeah. uh, based on not being able to get him get him a season ago and then the intangibles the payback aspect I love that
3: portion right. of it. I, I do too and I, I look I love Justin Reed getting this whole thing started yesterday as well saying like he doesn't know who any of these dudes are a big time tack- like some of the missed tackles explosive
4: plays. Um, a lot of it's going to come down to making the play on the ball, you know. And they have 88. Um, Higby. No, it's not, it's not Higby. It was with the Rams. Um, what's his name? Um,
0: it is Higgins. Yeah, Higgins. It's Higgins. It's Higby and Higgins. Uh-huh.
2: They're going to have him back. He's a very talented receiver, too. More of a finesse type of guy. Um, not the best blocker. Um, I'm going to lock him down, you know, <laughs> straight up. Uh, so, you know, we're going to have to come out of the game, like I said, play our best game and go out and do it. I mean T. Higgins, Hayden Hurst, whatever. <laughs> the guy was on a roll. That's right. Let him he didn't go. know he, he didn't know who was who. He right. had 88 on his brain. Someone said Higgins. He's like, yeah, Higgins. He's not gonna be locked up against right. T. Higgins. You will I guess he'll lock up Hayden Hurst. Uh, but you know, the fact that the even guys that weren't here last year. I think they've heard about it. I think they've taken. sounds like Justin Reed's taken ownership of well, it's it. It's kind
3: of like what Tyron Matthew did right. when he came and in here right away. And Frank Remember Clark. They took, yeah. over,
2: they took over the, well, we weren't here, but we're going to do something about it. Well, they didn't even say we
3: weren't here. They just go, we're going
2: to do something about it because <laughs> yeah. we were
3: embarrassed yeah. last year. You weren't here, but you're taking ownership in this. I love I it. I don't care. Whatever. Great. Go for it. Great, man. Let's go. Maybe I'll drive to Cincinnati right
2: now. Mm, no, no, no. You won't ever go to Cincinnati, Nah, Just for that baseball trip, Josh. Okay. Just for that baseball Maybe. trip. Maybe has that been scheduled? Is that is Cincinnati firmly on the schedule?
3: Well, it's all everything's on the schedule, but not not this but year. But you haven't done it. No, so I you, might not, it do, you might not. might not ever do it. So thanks. I really appreciate what you're thinking right there. I may not make it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that
2: might not ever. It's on your list. You might never get to it. You're right. I you might may never not. stumble I, I, into. But the plan is never, to get there at some point. Never stumble in time. into to to Cincinnati. Yeah. So, um. I think you were at the front of the didn't like Kyler Murray line. I was pretty uh, close a long time ago. I tried to defend him for a while as a player. I think he's a terrible leader. Yeah. Um, And now uh, Patrick Peterson apparently is open book. Mm -hmm. Now a member of the Minnesota Vikings on the uh, all things covered podcast this week. Not a fan of Kyler Murray either. His former teammate.
4: Kyler Murray don't care about nobody, but Kyler Murray, (laughs) that's just a, Matter of fact.
2: Well, well, yeah, well, I, I gotta. So.
3: He, 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 I, hey, I can't, I can't argue. That I don't
4: know him personally. You played with him for a few years, so I gotta take your word for it.
3: So there's a guy who was in the locker room, played with the guy who's saying that carries a lot of weight, right? But you can just look at Kyler Murray and know he doesn't care about anybody else but himself. He is selfish. He is all about him. He never admits that it's his fault. I mean, what have we seen this week alone? He blamed the scheme. Then he was yelling at DeAndre Hopkins on the sidelines, to which DeAndre Hopkins is running. Can I still get in the Hall of Fame playing with this guy? He's going to get his coach fired. He's got a clause in his contract where he can't play video games. He's got to study. I don't need Patrick Peterson to reassure me that Kyler Murray is self-centered and not a good leader and not a guy you want as your quarterback. I can just look and see. I got eyes. You
2: know, I hate his Zach body. Wilson the same way. I hate his body language. I hate his, like. Yeah, that, that face. Yeah. He's got that like eyes closed, eyes always rolling back. Right. No matter about what him you say. All the time. Yeah. Uh, Kyler did fire back on Twitter. This isn't true. You on some weird s at P2. You got my number. If you really felt like this is a big bro or mentor, you're supposed to call me and tell me not drag me. So your podcast can grow.
3: Well, that's how you get your podcast that, to grow. That, I, mean, I, I don't disagree to that.
2: That, that. that But I also don't disagree with Kyler Murray on that one. Yeah, sure. Tell, tell it to my face. Right.
3: And maybe he never said that to his
2: face. But is he his his big bro and mentor? Uh, I don't know. You say that to me now that you're gone and you're Mm -hmm. just going to take shots at me from afar?
3: Yeah. Tell me. Tell me. Yeah. Tell me to my face. Tell I get me. that. I'm good with that. I don't I don't disagree with Kyler yeah. uh, on that at all. Well, but we don't do that.
2: I mean, it's no, fine. No, we don't it's do fine. that. We just go to a podcast yeah, and, and, and
3: air the laundry that it's way and fun. get clips. If you guys did this behind closed doors and no one knew about it, we wouldn't be, be fun. No, this is great for us. We need more of this no. kind of stuff. But, no. no, I mean, you can look at Kyler Murray and Zach Wilson and know they're, they're not about the team. They're not about the team. They're about that.
2: Yeah, I know Kyler Murray's talented. Zach Wilson has the same eye rolls and facial expressions that Kyler Murray does. I don't know yet if if he's talented.
3: Zach Wilson? Yeah. Nah, it doesn't look like I it. I don't know. I mean somebody
2: named Mike I, White. Played I think better than I think him. Kyler Murray's very talented. But that doesn't get you the full distance, especially a quarterback. Especially quarterback. It needed to be said. No, oh, no, it did not. It did not.
3: But if you got all the talent in the world, but you don't have the right mindset and ambition and desire and willingness to work or whatever the case may be, like you can have all the talent in the world. It's all those intangibles that accentuate that talent and really allow your talent to shine. He may have all the talent in the world, but if he only cares about himself and he's not doing what's best for the team and he's whatever the case may be, is his talent really going to shine? And I would beg to say it hasn't really shined. They're five and twelve in their last seventeen games. Mm. Mm. Um, aren't you glad we aren't living in this world? Yeah, I, I, I do.
2: God. I look around, especially at the quarterback position. I go, Phew. not only is he a freaky talent and he's awesome to watch him, but like, there's nothing. Like, there's nothing. There's no. he does everything right. You know, Mahomes. Like, yeah, ta- yeah, yeah, yeah. Just smooth sailing, right? Even keel, whole deal. And you got all this nonsense going on with quarterbacks all over the league all the time. Mm-hmm. Essentially,
3: the Arizona Cardinals are oh for their last two when it comes to drafting quarterbacks. And then you got Zach Wilson. I mean, that's a big whiff. He's done in New York. You got to trade him this off Well,
2: I don't look at a Cardinals' quarterback history. Yeah. No, it's, it's bad. bad. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Matt Leinert. liner Yeah. Josh Leiner, Rosen. Josh Rosen yeah. and Kyler Murray had to go get Carson Palmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who was good? I'm gonna say anyway. And I mean it's so bad in Arizona, go, they made you
3: think Carson Wentz. Went and got Kurt Warner.
2: I mean, they yeah. had they've had to like they missed on the young ones, then had to go get other ones. Yeah. They miss bad a lot. Um Jerry Jones drops by uh 105 three, the fan in Dallas with uh 610 sports alum uh Sean Sharif and his co host Bobby Belt every week. Um and then had a had a had a had a coughing incident. You've had that right. You're like, <laughs> I can't get this out of it. oh yeah, you need a big glass of water, yeah. <laughs> Or more. Or more than that.
0: Um, We've got help on the way here. Washington's got a good chance to be joining us here
4: (laughs) real soon. (laughs) Excuse me. You all right?
0: Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Get me some oxygen. (laughs) (laughs) Better still. Better still, how about a big shot of Jack? Ready
3: to go this morning. <laughs> that's, that's not a bad call. Uh, so when he said, give me an oxygen, I'm like, oh, my God, why are they laughing? Like, that could have been sick, se- right? Well, that's why he's like, you all all right? <laughs> like, what are we supposed to do here? Man, give me some oxygen. Like, is he is he joking? Yeah. Clearly, he, he was okay. Yeah. He must have that shot of Jack, right?
2: Yeah. Guess that's a good thing.
3: What's your go-to shot? Someone offers to buy you a shot at a bar, anything you want, what are you going with? Because clearly Jack is Jerry's,
2: right? Yeah, I don't know. He's probably got sponsorship. I don't know.
3: Or Jerry's. Oh, he probably does. You better believe it. You better believe Jack Daniels has a sponsorship. When I'm sitting
2: there. down yeah. after a good yeah. Cowboys win. Yeah. Jerry. Jerry. Jack. Jack.
3: I like to sip on Jack. So what? what is your go-to shot? If you had to do it, if somebody's coming up to you and say, I'll buy you anything at the bar, anything you want, what are you going with? I don't hate the black
2: licorice one.
4: Oh, Rumpel you're a Jaeger?
3: Jaeger?
2: I don't mind Jaeger bombs. Wow.
3: No. So you're going like high school, college shots.
2: Well, those are in a nice bottle. I mean, I don't <laughs> No, High school and college shots were uh, peach schnapps. Or, oh, God, know, yes. Or uh, a uh, mint, uh, <laughs> whatever. That makes. Oh. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't hate, I don't hate the Jaeger. So, all right. So you go uh, with a shot the of Jaeger. That. Look yeah. at you.
3: You're a cheap date. What are you going with, with B dub
0: crown? you going crown all day. Are you sipping? Or are you slamming? Uh, depends. See, I you don't know, want if the we're just it. doing, the if we're shooting, then yeah. yeah, I'll just, I'll take a shot of Crown. But okay. you know, if you're sipping a good bourbon or an old fashioned, throw some Crown in there as well. If you do the, so, so, a shot of
3: Crown. Yeah. okay. So you do a shot of Crown. I would do if somebody's buying again, somebody else is paying for this, right? Oh, okay. Give me Class A Azul Tequila, and I'll sip on that for uh, a good portion of the afternoon. I'll go. And oh, up. you're
2: buying me one. Oh, let me look at the top shelf. That's exactly pull right. A anything down right. there? You <laughs> got some, like
0: damn gold
2: leafing in there?
0: Yeah, because I'm not paying for it myself. I'll take the Uncle Nearest, 1856. Yeah, there
3: you go. I saw something on on Twitter this morning, some bottle of uh, McAllen's or I don't know what it is. Maybe Hennigan's. $77,000 for this bottle of booze. If somebody says to me, you can have a shot of anything you want, I don't care what it is. I'm going to take that. that, Why wouldn't you? You're going now. You got to go top shelf. Somebody else is buying. I'll try it.
2: Yeah. Okay. Give me the liver and onions at Perkins because it's the most expensive thing on the menu. I was thinking more of... You're there, and they say, we're doing shots. What do you want? I'm not saying, well, what do you have on the top shelf? I'm going, just give me one I can put down.
3: Yeah, see, here from the 913, I love Jaeger, but if someone is buying whatever you want, the answer is always high-end tequila. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) Somebody else is paying. Mm. You're going top shelf. Mm. You're going top shelf. Somebody wants a lemon drop.
2: Fireball, fireball, fireball. That's <laughs> excellent. Why am I not surprised? 913 586
3: 7610. Oh, that's good. Henny's coming in. Um, let's see what else we got here. You know, I guess right? I'm, fireball, not, I'm not in that mode Munch where I'm Jaeger. thinking,
2: uh, oh, it's you, run it up. I'd be like, just give me something. Just give me a shot. Just give me, just give me something I'm not, you know, okay. cough up. <laughs>
3: see, see, there you go. You're, yeah. you're thinking the wrong way. I'm yeah. thinking, all right, what's something yeah. I would never buy for myself? Yeah. Yeah. Carry hey, the one.
2: Kate Kyler over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. Kyler Murray <laughs> taking shots over here.
3: Slippery nipple, Irish car bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, wrong person. I don't know. What shot is that? Mm.
2: The sorry, wrong person yeah, shot? Yeah, what sure. is that? I'm not sure. I don't know about that. All their texts seem to be to us. but I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So. You can weigh in on the text line 913 586 7610. 6, Speaking of shots, not a lot of people took advantage of shots at Russell Wilson's birthday party, I guess. I guess, man. Right? I don't know. What's the right percentage? Like you invited your 53 man roster plus your 16 practice squad players mm-hmm. plus probably staff. Mm hmm. 50%'s, I think, a pretty good ratio, isn't it? About half the team attended Russell Wilson's birthday party. Right. In season. I think it's about right. Isn't I think it's a good
3: percentage. I, I think it is a good percentage, but I'm also thinking to myself, if you're on the team, you gotta show up to this thing. Just for the sake that something the show? weird may happen. For, for the potential of a show? Yeah. You got to go. You go for the story and the wheelbarrows full of shrimp. And Sierra's there. Yeah, and Sierra's there too, right? She may bring some friends along. Who knows, right? Like, if I'm on this team and, the, and, and they post it, hey, I'm having my birthday party tonight. Come on by. Probably a Tuesday night or whatever their off night is, right? I am going by that party. Even if I don't like the guy. The food's going to be good. The drink's going to be good. And there's a good chance something strange happens at this thing. There will be a story. There will be something that you create a memory from,
2: and I'm all about that. Someone says goodie I'm on the bags. they probably a goodie bags. You're probably oh, right. Right. Oh, goodie bags. Swag bags at the yeah, party. I bet. That's Yeah, that's
3: true. So yeah. uh, this
2: was Mike Cliss who covers the, uh, the Broncos out in, uh, out in uh, Denver for nine news. There's mm-hmm. been some gossip about Russell Wilson standing in the locker room. Here's some context per source. Wilson's wife threw him a birthday party last night. And it quote looked like about half the team was there on the player's day off. Mm-hmm.
3: Was that Purcell guy there? I don't, I don't know if Purcell
2: was there. Probably not one of the ones that was there. Purcell should have just shown up. I'm like a 50% hit rate on that on a day off. That's a good hit rate. You're around these people all the time. You know what I mean? It's like, a, no, it's a good hit rate. I feel like, I I, I don't know. I just, I just can't knock it. I don't know that that's an indictment of what he is to that locker room. I just think. That's a pretty good raid for, a, like, a birthday party on a Tuesday.
3: Yeah, but see, here's here's the thing, though. No matter what happens now with Russell Wilson, everything gotta, is going to get blown up and out of proportion, Like, you right? do
2: have a day off, and your family's like, really, you're going to go to a birthday party for Russell? Like, come on. You yeah. don't even like the guy. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe they're saying But... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd like just, to see who didn't show up, yeah, you know,
3: just the, like, were they family guys versus single guys? Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. School night, not school night. Yeah, like like, like a lot gonna of people you spend one, one more night with this team. Yeah. Like, come on. Your
3: wife's like, come on, man. We get one night a week. And, and But the flip side well, is, I, hey, I'd, we got four weeks left and this thing's over. So, so yeah, I'm not, <laughs> it's a wrap.
0: I'm not knocking. <laughs> I, I, get think, my swag I think bag. the percent-
2: I, I'm good with the percentage. I'm like, okay. I think he hit okay. Are you good with the percentage?
0: Like I said, I want to see who didn't show up. You know, I want to, cause last night I was watching, uh, uh, hard Knocks, when I got home late last night and the newest episode came out. And on Thanksgiving, D-Hop had a uh, Thanksgiving thing where he went to a, a women's shelter to do dinners, right? Cliff Kingsbury made sure he was there with his uh, fiance, wife, whatever. A lot of the team members were there serving uh, these women. Guess who wasn't there? Kyler Murray. There you go. Yeah, That's why I, I want to see... In this party, who wasn't there? You know, who's not believing in you uh-huh. know? Because yeah. you're going to show up just for the free stuff into to see Sierra and her friends, and maybe they're doing another TikTok. And I'm just showing up for the que- food.
2: Questions asked in the text line. If it was Mahomes, uh, yeah, the hit rate would be a lot higher. I guarantee you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, percent, sure, eighty five. He easy. is a lot tighter with his teammates. Yes, right, there would be a lot, a lot higher percentage. Right, and he but... plays good
3: football and gives his team a chance to win. Russell
2: Wilson doesn't do those. And this one's fantastic yeah. as well. Denver should be in their playbooks. <laughs> All right, way to yeah. go! Way to go! <laughs> that from the nine one three.
3: From the nine one three, Russell would probably lead them in high knees or something yeah. at the party. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Are we going to do calisthenics at this thing? And are you going to say, "Hey, Broncos country, let's ride"? Yeah, if you say, "Let's
2: ride them out." Yeah. <laughs> be careful though. Yeah. It's
3: spicy. Yeah, if it's oh.
2: spicy, no. Don't want to. Don't wanna be there. Yeah. Don't want to be there. Uh, Baseball's getting a big influx of money. Can we just push it straight to payroll? Next.
4: You're listening to the home of what we learned with Billy Coons. Legend bar. He's an expert on the city of
2: St. Louis, but he says the people are rude and hateful and they suck.
4: Fridays at 950 on Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound. Your home for car audio since 1967 on 610 Sports Radio. Here comes the money. Here we go. We
2: got someone else's money to spend again. I love it. And, and you can buy a shot or whatever too. I mean, that's the best money. way,
0: right? Somebody else's money.
2: Somebody, somebody else's,
3: else's money. money. That's why I say you're money. going. You're going with with shots that are available to you. You're taking somebody else's buying. You go top shelf, baby. Oh, okay.
2: I'm thinking about the wrong
3: way.
0: Stay away from the Everclear.
3: Yeah, somebody said shots of Everclear. What are you, nuts? That
0: stuff could start the engine. I saw
3: three Wiseman on there, too. That made my stomach turn. Reminds me of the wheel. (laughs) Prairie fires were the worst, too.
2: We're really good at spending other people's money. We'll get to that in a second. A few of your Russell texts are pretty good about Russell's birthday party. His party would have unlimited things to do. Well done. true. Nicely done by you. Would he make them do high knees or something? That's right. <laughs> yeah. valid, valid question. Mm-hmm. Valid question. I don't know. I don't know what this party would entail. But that's part of the reason you would show up.
3: Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. You, out of curiosity. Yeah. yeah. You got to go to this guy's party. I don't really want to go. But this is gonna we gotta, that, yeah, we going to be the I'm going.
2: We got to. We got we, we can bounce whenever. We Yeah, gotta go you got to yeah. make an appearance I'm, and see what's I'm going on. Broncos and see country. one of those 12
3: bathrooms.
2: Yeah, let's ride away Mr. from Russ.
4: Unlimited.
2: Yeah. I mean my God, yeah, you, you, you and got to be spicy to go. and it'd be unlimited and all of it. Hey, we've got big news in the tracking how long it takes Russell Wilson to throw as many touchdown passes as he has bathrooms in his house, Saga.
4: Today was week eleven and Russell Wilson played the Raiders. He did not have any touchdown passes. This means that his total on the season will remain at seven touchdown passes. Meanwhile, at his and Sierra's home, they also did not add or remove any bathrooms. This means that that number also stayed the same at 12. Right. Bathrooms are growing ever more confident by the day that they have this season on lock. Glad they got Congratulations the on bathrooms on a great bathroom.
2: week. Yeah.
3: So you heard the gentleman there, seven touchdown passes for Russell Wilson this year. Mm. Patrick Mahomes has 23 red zone
2: touchdown passes. Mm. I'd go to Russ's party. If he promised not to go to mine, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't invite him to yours. Yeah.
3: You wouldn't want him showing up to no, yours no. thinking you're going to play like pin the tail on yeah. the donkey or something.
2: You're like, it's totally casual. We're going to a bowling alley, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Russell walks in with some like high suit and she's all dressed. You're like, no, this wasn't what we're doing. We're
3: at skate city, bro. This
2: wasn't what we were doing. Uh, so uh, spending other people's money. Brilliant at it. Royal's got another 30 million bucks. To to work with. Not
3: just the Royals. Every team well, in baseball. No, I'm always spending theirs. I know, but but I'm yeah. saying every team in baseball just course, got thirty yes. million dollars. The next
2: part of the story. Oh uh from Eric Fisher of uh, Sports Business Journal, Disney this month has paid Major League Baseball nine hundred million dollars for the remaining fifteen percent of the uh the company called Bam Tech that they purchased, their Technologies technology arm. It didn't already own, following a series of prior deals. So when your favorite team cries poor this winter, keep in mind they are each doing another thirty million dollar windfall from this
3: straight cash, homie.
2: Straight. They're cash. all
3: getting thirty million dollars per team. Can Think about write that. the payroll. Should they should mandate it? And the, the follow up story that came out was Tony Bam! Clark of the Players Union. Got to go to
2: payroll. That's right. Yeah.
3: Tony Clark of the Players Union saying we're going to be monitoring this. <laughs>
2: we we'll be monitoring their use of the funds. <laughs> yes,
3: but it's true. Right? Will not be going to an offshore account? No, th- 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 this $30 million that's being influxed right now into these baseball teams, they're right about that. There's no more crying poor on this one. Everybody's just got a $30 million bonus to spend this offseason, right? So go out and spend that money. Do a solid on your fans' part and spend that money. Don't use that money to you know save for a rainy day or pay down the debt on something or wh- whatever the case may be. I think fans, once the story continues to get out there, and if the teams don't spend the money, Josh – you're going to see a lot of kicking and screaming from the Major League Baseball Players Association. There's already an acrimonious relationship between the players association and the owners, right? I think that's yeah, pretty they. clear, right? Like <laughs> They hate each other. Let's just yeah, call not, it what not, it is. Not the best of friends. Not, not the best of friends at all, right? It's like the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson. You tolerate each other, but you really don't like each other, right? So that's where the owners and players are right now. And, and I would say the players probably have as much trust in the owners as... Yeah, maybe the Broncos doing Russell Wilson, which is zero right now. So the the players actually are 50%. 50% nah, that's probably not true, right? Uh, nah.
2: About 50%.
3: What which trust level is higher? Players in the owners or players in Russell Wilson?
2: Uh I guess Russ
3: yeah, because yeah. there's be got to be gotta like be one person. Yeah, yeah, on the somebody, like, I yeah. like Russ. Yeah, yeah. yeah Russ right. has
2: been fine to me. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's fine. There's okay. not there's not anybody. There,
3: there's no not <laughs> one
2: baseball player looks at the no. other. goes
3: I trust these no, guys. No, right. No. So, OK, you're right. You're right. More than Russ. Um, so <laughs> so the players are going to be monitoring this thing. Right. And I think they're going to be looking at this and checking this out and figuring out what goes on. And it's already a terrible relationship. If the if the team and again. Players are like us as fans. We see $30 million come in. We immediately say, spend that on payroll, right? And players are the exact same way. If they don't see teams upping their spend after this influx of $900 million that has come in from ESPN, Players are going to be pissed, and then we're going to deal with this the next go-around at the next collective bargaining agreement. There's going to be more kicking and screaming and complaining and, you know, just nonsense. So I think for what's best for baseball, which nobody listens to me when I say what's best for baseball. Or, or, or sport,
2: really. Yeah, I mean, or no, sport. no one listens be- when it's what's best for what, sport. What's best for sport. Yeah, know, but what's
3: best for the overall game is that every one of these owners that is getting this money up their payroll by $30 million this season. And spend that money to show the players, hey, you may not like us, but we are putting this money back in the payroll. And I think that's the way it has to be. You can't sit on this cash. That'd be great. That'd be great. But, you know, it's not going to happen. Nope. Not one team is going to say, yeah, we spent $30 million more this year than we did a year ago. You know what? You should be forced to do that. I don't know how you do that. I don't know what you do. You can't go on strike. The labor agreement's already done. I guess you could go on strike. But I think these teams should be forced, with this influx of cash you have to spend that directly on payroll and find ways to pay down your debt on your stadium or your whatever the case may be in another way in another fashion but this money sh- should be earmarked for payroll and every team's payroll should increase by 30 million dollars this year
2: that'd be good the union would agree with you <laughs> the teams probably would not but and so you could get one
3: year of Justin
2: Verlander that's <laughs> <Yes>, right <laughs> yes <laughs> here is uh, our windfall. Yeah. He's on the, po- whoever it is is on the poster. That's right. Yeah, yes. 30 million dollars. <laughs> uh, go. Um, speaking of, of funny money, I don't know what the number is because it keeps growing. Are we just making things up now? Uh, so, so the world cup continues in the, in in the group stage, what I've, what I've actually liked about the world cup in addition just to the, to the games, it's kind of like winter meetings with games. There's a little bit of that. Like, because there's all these stories coming out about who's going where and who's getting paid what, and it it all comes out during the World Cup, which is kind of interesting. I
3: mean, you saw that the coach of Mexico fired himself he's yesterday. Fired himself
2: yesterday. Great drama. Like like uh, Messi's going to come to MLS allegedly and own part of the team in Miami. Right. Uh, Pulisic could go to Manchester United to replace Cristiano Ronaldo, and then the Ronaldo numbers. I I, I don't know where it's going, because reportedly he's been offered a deal from a Saudi Arabian club that started, I thought early in the week at $75 million a season. Wait, wait, earlier in the week. This was correct. I to now, saw 120- to now New York to now New York post <laughs> is reporting. Get this, Bob, $207 million per year. Oh, it's even higher now. Like what is, and the ESPN yesterday had like a hundred. It was like 120 a year. So from 75 to one twenty dollars to two, I don't know what the real number is. But whatever it is, what the hell? Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) Yesterday when I went to bed,
3: it was three for 360. Correct. $120 million a year. I'm waking up this morning. You're telling me now it's 207 a year? New York Post.
2: New York Post this morning. Cristiano Ronaldo mulling Saudi soccer offer for $207 million a year. Are we doing the conversion math wrong is my real question. Or has this thing gotten blatantly out of hand in the series of like 72 hours? Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? That's insane. If He plays for $207 million a year. Where am I watching this? <laughs> How in the heck would you possibly get your money back? Wow. It's crazy money.
3: That's nuts money.
2: If that's the case,
3: seven million a
2: year. And if that's the case, Messi's like, why am I going to MLS? (laughs) It's a terrible idea. (laughs) And he's going to get like the best contract ever. And like a stake in the like ownership and whatever. So he's got like a, he's got a house in Miami apparently already too, but, and he can still play, but talk about funny money. If 200 can't possibly be 207 million a year, (sighs) can it? Wow. Can
3: it? Sports. Can it? I mean, can it? $207 Sports. million dollars per year
2: for yeah. one guy? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's insane, right?
3: How many goals does an average soccer player score in a year?
2: Oh, uh, I don't know. Off the top of my head, I don't know. Depends if you if somebody has, has 10 goals tournament through how many tournaments and depends that they play and, you know, these extra, you know, Champions League and, and what have you. I don't know. I'd take the money, man. Take the money and run. It's I well, I I think if I'm him, I'm probably waiting for an even higher payday. Yeah. I mean, this Everybody thing has was gone from like 70 <laughs> million
3: to two Oh seven in yeah. a week.
2: Yeah. I think I'm holding
3: out. What else you got? Aaron judge is like, we're going to sign up for that. Aaron judge got offered eight for like 300 by the Yankees. Like, He's nah. looking to No, that's not nah. soccer money. That's not
2: soccer money. Uh, uh-uh. not soccer money. Go play soccer. I'll go play soccer. Uh, not one, but two, one major announcement and one big announcement we're going to get to
0: next.